Welcome back to Dial H for Heroclix, a Danny Glover-approved podcast about Heroclix and Heroclix-related content. My name is Chris Britton. This is episode 173, and let's go. is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Joining me in the studio today, we've got my sexy ranch hand man, Calder Ness. What's going on, Calder? Howdy there. It's going good. Good. I'm glad to hear that, man. It's been a, a, what, a whole week. I haven't heard your whole voice. week. I know. Uh, we also have a guest on our show today. This is one of our active listeners, and we appreciate him coming on. Uh, Chad Lemoyne, am I saying that right? That is correct, sir. All right, where, where are you hailing from, Chad? I'm in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and I am uh, currently watching uh, LSU get beaten 17 to nothing by Troy at home <laughs> oh, that's on sad. TV. It's it's disgusting. <laughs> um, okay, so, so it's home it's homecoming too, which is uh, just mm. all the better. <clears throat> so, so that's okay. Let's rock on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's do. Uh, we got some cool stuff lined up on the show today. We have an interview. We got a little bit of news. We're gonna play some Bad Samaritan. Gonna do some casual comparisons, value corner, all kinds of good stuff that you guys know us for. Uh, if this is your first episode of Dial H for Hero Clicks, because we are sponsored by Cool Stuff Inc. and we were just put in their recent uh, fan letter or newsletter, rather, I should say says it's really nice it's got our logo on it it says uh proudly sponsoring and lists out a bunch of different people we're on the end that's our sweet h at the end did you see it i have not seen it but oh. uh calder has, I don't know he's calder actually, has. Yeah. yeah he's the one that sent it to me okay so uh, if this is your first episode, uh, we'll go through a couple of the rules of the games as we go th- as we get to them. Uh, but that's later on the show. Let's start off with this interview. So, Chad, how did you get into the game of HeroClix? When did you start? How long have you been playing? Uh, my uh, my actually my my baby brother, who he's not a baby anymore. He's in his 30s now. But uh, it, back in 2011, he was living in Mexico, and uh, he was actually he had he'd spent several years um as a missionary and like basically couldn't own anything had it we had all this stuff in storage and uh basically kind of when he when he finished uh his his tour so to speak of seven or eight years um he came back and pulled this stuff out of storage and it was some it was like a little starter box that he had from like 2005 or something i don't remember how old it was but it was old stuff and we it started off with us just playing with put a penny in the middle of the map and you had to run. Everybody picked a, picked a character. He always got the flash somehow, which made it completely unfair. And you just had to run to the penny, pick it up and run off the map with it. And so flash just destroyed us. There were, we didn't play with powers. We didn't, we didn't do anything. We didn't know. We didn't know what the game was or anything. And so, but I was just, I was intrigued by it because we had been playing magic since the nineties. And um, it was just to see this stuff come alive on a map where, you know, positioning and all the powers and everything else and all the interactions uh, kind of came into play, it, it got us interested. And so we both started to to dig a little deeper to try to find out where we could get more of this stuff. Because as far as I knew, the only 
10 figures that existed were the ones that he had in that little box. Um, and I found some at uh, Walmart one time. They were selling like old Justice League and Avengers 10th anniversary stuff and bought tons of that. Had no idea what modern meant or anything, <laughs> anything like that. So I bought tons of this stuff because it was like $5 a booster. And I was just like, man, look at all the figures I have now. And then realized that <laughs> none of them were modern legal or anything like you, that. And when did you stop running for the penny in the middle of the map and decide to start learning the rules? That was that was probably – well, see, he went back to Mexico, so it was probably the next summer. And I bought some Lord of the Rings stuff, and we played like this epic battle that it was uh, him and my other brother. And they played uh, – they, they were basically the, uh, the fellowship – and uh, and I had Sauron and, uh, you know, the Witch King of Angmar and all these other folks uh, on the other side. And it came down to it was it was uh, Frodo with a trebuchet killing Sauron to win the game. That was and it was down to those two figures. That was it. Um, and it was absolutely amazing. And so we started doing little theme stuff and we had we'd acquired more stuff at that point and started um, just playing, and we were just trying to learn the game ourselves, just to play um, with the two of us whenever we got together. The same way that we had been playing Magic, because neither of us ever played Magic competitively, had never played HeroClix competitively, had never even played outside of like our homes. And um, so, 2013, Fear itself was the first time I ever like I found a couple of shops here that were selling this stuff, and that's when they started telling me, "Oh yeah, well, we have tournaments." I was like, "What? You have tournaments?" Um, and so it was just a, it was a, a whole new world for me. And, um, and so that's when I started, I think it was like month two or three of fear itself was when I first, um, you know, kind of got, uh, got baptized basically yeah. by the, uh, the, the local hero clicks community. And it, it was rough early on. Um, but I ended up, I ended up finishing, I think I finished third in, uh, month six of fear itself and, uh, pulled down a white lantern Batman and, you nice. know, some other stuff. Came close to getting a serpent, but didn't quite pull it off. Uh, I ran the, uh, it was a, uh, Odin and four Asgardian trolls in a full book. You know the, the split lip and all that nonsense. It was, it was disgusting, but it, it was what everybody else was doing basically. So uh, gotcha. It's hey, just a matter of rocking. Calder, it. Uh, let's go back and forth on these questions, man. Oh yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Go so Chad, what are your favorite pieces and/or uh, combos? Piece combos. Yeah. So. Um, I, right now, I'm, I'm like I'm really trying to uh, to to figure out something. I, I I love the idea of champion pool, and now that we have the ability to TK giants, I, I like the idea even more. It's just that plain sidestep. Um, it just makes it really really tough without something like TK to um, to get him into position with, with without getting pinged from far away. Because I think there's some some cool stuff with the uh, the comic panels to switch between ESD and combat reflexes and stuff like that to make him because he's he's tough to kill um, if you play him right and uh, but it's just he's really easy to kill if you can't move him um, so so it's, that, that's pretty critical but I really love I like I like a lot of those big tentpole pieces a lot of the times especially not necessarily so much the ones that are really really powerful on the alpha strike or attack but I like playing a game where my pieces are hard to get to, hard to kill. Um, I loved the Dark Flash. It was one of the ones that I thought was very underrated in that uh, Flash set, um, especially when back when the uh, the the 
relics from uh, what was it, Trinity War? The uh, the little sins. The sins yeah. yeah, you give him the wrath where he's got because he didn't have he had a zero range anyway, so battle fury doesn't matter. Well, now now your shape change doesn't matter to me. And oh by the way, I get uh, sidestep and willpower, and that's the one thing that that piece was missing. So um, love those, but I think one of my favorites, um, and I actually took this to. It was on my my team that I used for uh, Rocktober last year. Was uh, that the ninety point Faust from um, was that from World's Finest or uh, Superman Wonder Woman? Faust. Superman Wonder Faust. Woman, I think. Not not <laughs> Felix, not Felix, not no, Felix no, Faust, um, not Felix Faust, but the the uh, the roll three dice Faust. If Drew is listening right now, he loves you. Just, just so you know, <laughs> loves the crap out of that. <clears throat> um, side yeah. question. So it's a really good piece. Yeah. So. Is uh, who's your favorite comic book character? Uh, my my favorite comic book ter- character is actually Deadpool from the like the Marvel and DC universes. But my favorite comic book character outside of those universes is Spawn. Um, mm. I just I love I love that story. I loved the the whole. Uh, Oh, uh, that was one of the. You just lost one of the few things. Fan. He hates Spawn. <laughs> he hates Spawn. That's fine. I, I I just I liked it from the from the standpoint of that. The story and the uh, the the torture that, uh, that that's involved there. It's yeah. It's just it's it's tough. It, it's tough, but it's so real to watch someone go through that. You know. I I love Spawn. <clears throat> I read like the first hundred and twenty issues of Spawn. I couldn't get enough of it. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. It's, he's a he's a great great character. Yep. Great hero. Right, and that's I guess it's you know it's not surprising that I also love Deadpool. So. Because, um, because somewhat similar, just one of them's a lot more uh, sad and uh, and angry uh-huh. in his in his tortured nature, and the other one is a lot more of a sarcastic, uh, I don't know, comedian. So. All right, so that's who you love. <clears throat> who do you hate? Harley Quinn. All right, got it. Next question. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who, who do, do I hate? you hate? What what characters? Comic book characters do I hate, or what pieces do I hate in oh, this game? Figures. Both. Yeah, Team Thunder. Jakeem Thunder and Jakeem Thunder. Um, no, and uh, team bases. I was never really like a big fan of. Uh, I, I don't know. I just I, I was I was cool to to have that page in the in the book of Heroclix lore turn. Not dis- disappointed at all. And uh, and it's funny. Goblin King is is kind of up there. Not because I I didn't like the I liked the piece because it was more far more accessible than. Uh, than Jakeem Thunder, and in my opinion, even though a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people who disagree, they still thought Jakeem Thunder was was better before they completely crippled Goblin King. Um, but I, I liked the fact that I thought he was better. I mean, power Cosmic and um, the you know choosing powers that aren't limited like uh, Jakeem Thunder was. It, it was worth the thirty five points extra, and you didn't have to throw Supreme Intelligence and either uh, Eclipso or, or Brainiac or whatever on him to to get some of the other things that people were using to, to, to give to uh, Jakeem. But uh, what what really frustrates me is to to have that happen and, and then you're looking at it because we're planning we're not going this uh, this October to uh, to the Rock, but we we plan on going next next October, saving up a little money and saving up some uh, family uh, getaway points. Um, but uh, because I, I don't know if my wife would like me doing that three years in a row necessarily, but um, but I, I bought one, and not kidding, three days later is when the uh, the watch list came out, oh, and I was like, "You've got to be, 
You've got to be freaking kidding me. Uh, and so, I, and so, of course, you know, at that point, you don't want to, you don't want to turn around and, and try to get rid of it because it had already taken a hit a little bit. And, you know, who knows? Maybe they could do with it what they did with Jakeem, which is nothing. Um, but no, instead, they, uh, they decide to, to completely take him off well, well above the knees. And, um, it's just, it's still a good piece, but I think the only way it's good now is at 75 points, um, as a, as a support piece with a, a moderate secondary or tertiary attacker, um, kind of build. But, uh, yeah, Jakeem Thunder is, is, is tip of the top. He's a super rare prime to be that. And then for them to do nothing to, uh, to alter him, they, it's, uh, it's yeah, very frustrating. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like when the meta turns into comic book characters yeah, that comic I hate. Characters. Uh, I don't know. But I, I, I'm one of those people that, uh, whether it's film or, or literature or anything like that, I, I think that every character kind of serves a role. And uh, unless they're like super annoying and just useless, most of the time, so even, like even, even people... Yeah. <laughs> okay, oh. fine. If I, I'm not going to say Harley Quinn because I don't like I, I I get the whole you know she's crazy and and there's a uh, there's a she's crazy and she's she's not hard to look at so it's uh it's it's a it's the kind of combination that I think uh, a lot of people can relate to being drawn in by and suckered by so um, I don't uh, I don't share the same animosity for. Harley Quinn that you do, unfortunately. Um, but no, I don't. I, I don't think. I don't think I have any any uh, characters that I that I hate because I think the even if you even if you root against someone, I think that this the, the value of the character for the story is still makes them respectable. So that, that's that's kind of my. Uh, that's a really I, PC answer. I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of I'm actually kind of hating myself for saying it, but uh, <laughs> but I really I I don't I'm I'm trying really hard to think of uh, no I'm 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 drawing a blank. I don't have a uh, see I, I I I did pieces and I didn't even give any thought to this, so you kind of put me on the spot. Maybe if if I if, if it's okay later on if I if one comes up I'll just. I'll just blurt it out. Like, yeah, that's uh, fine. We, we're not just interrupt us. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll move on to the next question. Okay. So, meta or casual, you know, player, personally, yourself, you know? Well, and, yeah. Uh, what's so, your opinion? Okay, well, we'll get to that. Yeah, go, no, go ahead. Go ahead. What's okay, what's your opinion, what's opinion, opinion on the state of the game? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, state of the game. Well, you heard, you heard my take on Jakeem Thunder, so I don't, <laughs> yeah. think I don't think there's a whole lot of a, uh, a, a surprise or a secret there. But, um, no, I, I as I talked about earlier the way that I started off in this game yeah it, it began as casual and it was just a it was just home games um but I'm a pretty competitive person in general um and I you know moved in that direction of of meta and and targeting you know pieces you know specifically um for that reason and then you know like I said we went to uh to the the rock world cup last October a great experience. Um, I, I finished second in, in Louisiana, um, in 2015. Um, with, it was, I mean, it was a, I would say it was a dirty team, but the, the teams that I, that were, that were in the top four were all, I mean, it was like one of them was super scroll. Uh, what's her face? Uh, Lydia Maller and 
Well, if you're going Black, to Black a high-level competitive event, <laughs> yeah, you're going to be using the stuff that's going to win you. The that win, that's going to win? Yeah, you, exactly. You well, look, if you're I, the type of player to show up to a competitive event and be angry that someone is using the cheese that is currently the meta, yeah, why would you even right, go? Right, so I'm not, and, and I'm not that person, but what I am is I am the kind of person that, so, I, so my team was uh, Kyle Rayner, and unfortunately I didn't, I didn't know as much as I, I needed to know at that at that moment because I just kind of like flipped that switch into um, getting serious and, and like really thinking about it. But I wasn't I, I hate the idea of like net decking and just going on and seeing what people are, you know, what the what the top. So I, I came up with my team was uh, it was Kyle Rayner with the Finian and the orange battery. But I had um, Evan Sir Prime um, as, as my other, I, if. If I had been smarter or, or net decked it, uh, because w one of the things that I thought of after the fact was, man, Despadara would have been cool because that was before they they changed the rules and made it to where you uh, you couldn't possess tiny figures. Um, but Despotellus with a Dara, man, Kyle Rayner's got a 23 defense now. Good luck. And if you come <laughs> and if you come and if you come close to him, um, he's gonna you're gonna get poisoned to death by. Despotellus, um, and and you still have to hit that twenty defense to, to knock him out. And oh yeah, Kyle Rayner's got that stop click, and I have the orange battery, so you can't use pulse wave. Anyway, it's just a, it was I ended up um, I crit missed on a Superman uh, Trinity War Superman, Ooh. and and I got timed out. I had the guy beat, and I, I I got timed out. So it was just it was one of those uh, one of those things. But in October last year, I went with a completely different mindset. I recognized that it had things life-wise had happened to where I knew that I wasn't going to be able to to devote the attention and the time to prepping a team and playtesting it and then practicing enough. So I just went with the idea of having fun and recognizing that there was no chance I was winning the whole thing and I probably wasn't even going to make it to uh, the final cut. But um, but I did. I made it to the uh, what is it? The, to the semifinals or the finals? This, no, made it to the semifinals. And uh, my my quarterfinals team was it was Scarlet Witch from uh, Uncanny X Men with uh, with the uh, the one that has the she gives the little marker to hex anyway she markers. gave it to Faust the hex yeah the hex well no this wasn't the one this is the one from Uncanny X Men not the not oh. the Le. Um, so she gives the it's but it is a hex mag, magic marker. She gives that to Faust. So now all of his uh, I think it's ten are are crits critical hits. Yeah. Oh, I hope we didn't lose Chad. That's gonna make the interview part a little bit harder. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, maybe he'll cut back in. We'll uh, we'll skip ahead. We'll are go you around. Still there? Yeah, I, I see he's still there in the Skype call, but we'll uh. We'll move on to the news real quick, and then hopefully he'll jump back in when we get something working. Uh, there's not a lot of news that has come out over the last week. Uh, the last article that was written by WizKids for the press room was actually September 7th. So what we did get this week, uh, we got the, I think it's Titano or Titano, maybe? Titano? Uh, we got monkeys, man, or apes. Monkeys, yeah. So uh, you want to cover that, Calder? Yeah, I can talk about Titano. Sure. Uh, it's actually really, uh, really cool. So his highest point value is two seventy five, and then it goes what one seventy five, one hundred, and then his thirty point uh, colossal retaliation. So he's got four range, no teams, whatever. He's 
you know, Colossal and Indomitable. Animal Brute Metropolis, I think the same keyword as the last one had. Uh, two traits, special speed power, and then a special defense. And, and the special powers are only on his Colossal Retaliation. So first trait is Driven by Anger and Fear. At the beginning of your turn, choose an adjacent opposing character, or if there isn't one, choose an adjacent friendly character. Make a close attack targeting the chosen character. That is cool. Yeah, that means you can can attack twice in a turn. Yeah. Not only so you get a free attack right away, so if you're already based up against somebody, which is awesome, and if not, let's say you're playing that Iron Man from the starter set and you just want to get him onto his good clicks, or if you want to start, you know doing the banner click thing, self-activate them. You can have Titano take a swing for free and just get somebody on a better click. Uh, And then second trait is climb the tallest building. Titano modifies his attack value by plus one when he occupies terrain of the highest elevation on the map that isn't elevation level one. So it's I have the high ground trait pretty much. Right, it's like uh, King Kong-esque. King Kong, yeah. uh, I I like it. Skyscraper. I like it. I hate it. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. Can you guys, hey, can you guys hear back. me? I, I figured I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd just choose a good spot to. I didn't want to interrupt Calder, so I, uh, I just gotcha. I figured I would jump. No, I, I don't know if I hate it. I just, for 30 points, uh, yeah, I, I see what you say about if you want to knock the. Uh, I, I hate the fact that that Iron Man with that top click exists because um, <laughs> what's what, why uh, why would I want to waste a click on uh, anyway? It's, why not just start him off like that? Um, I don't. Uh, anyway, so the Titano um, thirty points to potential. So I, I like to use Colossal the the Retaliators to carry, and this basically eliminates that possibility because if you're trying to carry somebody out for positioning, you have to attack them the next turn unless unless somebody's dead or you can sidestep away from after you're carried. Um, so I, anyway, I, I like. Uh, there are a lot of the other ones that I like. Better than this one, but uh, and I and even like the the two seventy five. I don't know two seventy five for invuln and eighteen defense with the uh, charge quake. I know the new quake is better, but um, so I have a question. That's about just my two the, cents. The sculpt itself. So if you're clicking down between on HC realms, uh, you look at the sculpt. Only uh, the P, which is the colossal retaliator, click. Sculpt has right. like green goop coming out of his oh, eyes. Oh, the, the laser eyes. But the other three sculpts. Oh yeah, you're right. Are are just like Titano. <laughs> so I don't I don't know which one is the real one. Uh, he might come with an alternate head. The original Titano had an extra head, so oh. I assume. Well, that's cool. assume it's just like the that same thing. That would be thing. cool. Yeah. So I'm probably just, the only guy that went out of his way so, to buy the original. So so if you hit that stop click, do you have to take his head off and switch it? Yes, absolutely. I guess you do. That should be yeah. one of the rules. Like, like colossal retaliation SWAT, and it should be at the end. Switch his head, or you forfeit the match. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but what his colossal retaliation does do is, you know, it's the whole free action. No other colossal retaliation powers can activate his turn. Choose an opposing character. Blah 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 blah. Damage to friendly characters in the last turn. Place him such that he can make a close attack targeting the chosen character, and also target all other characters based to the target. Here's what he does. It's cool. Hit characters are each dealt his printed damage value instead of normal damage. His attack generates knockback. Modify Titano's attack value by plus two if the original target has the fight symbol. So that does at least give him a 12 attack for colossal carry retaliation if they're flying. 
Yeah, the, and the, then again, but it, it does say every other character. It doesn't say uh, opposing. So then you're you're still in you know depending on what's going on in in the match at that given moment, you could be hitting your own guys. So you're gonna have to do some positioning before you. Uh, that is true. Before you jump out there. Um, I but. think this character is flavorful, but I just don't think he's good. I'm with you there. That I, and I like the like what Carter was saying. I, I do like the uh, the elevation. Um, the, you know, climb the tallest building, the plus one to attack if you're on that higher level, uh, highest level. That's I guess. It, so this is only if you're not on a flat map. Uh, basically, if you're on the highest level, then you're then you're good. But if you're on a a, a map with no elevated terrain, then he doesn't get that plus one just because he's on level one. Well, if okay, so because it's, cause it's the only level his, of elevation. Play him on his thirty-point uh, click, and then your opponent, all they have to do is make sure that they don't attack from the highest thing, and it'll make sure yeah, that that's that a, trait never. That's triggers. a pretty good. Yeah, but that's a pretty good. That's actually a pretty good defensive uh, posture, though, because if you can make it to where your opponent is thinking about not getting on elevated terrain to to snipe you, that's that's actually pretty good. Um, so that part of it, I, I don't think is bad, um, especially because he's so you're at 13 attack at that point. If you're attacking a flyer yep. that's on the highest level of elevation, and what are, what are flyers most likely going to do? They're they're going to be ignoring elevation and going up to elevated terrain to to get at you. So that part of it, I I, uh, I like. But I'm I'm with you. I, I don't think when you look at all the colossal retaliators that are out there, and uh, I I think it it gets to the point where whether it's Surtur or Carnage or um, Mangog, there's there's some beasts out there that are absolutely busted, and this one is this one's yeah, just kind of cool. I don't get so in the wording of the power, it actually says uh, this attack generates knockback. Right. Why why does it say that when the new Thor and the new Hulk that came out for the Thor Ragnarok movie just say knockback? Oh. Not bad. The all caps at the beginning. Yeah, like the, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the exact kind of inconsistency that we we harp on. Yeah, and like, I can tell you probably why. It's because these are um, these are the uh, con or con exclusive or whatever the LEs. These it's, this is the same kind of thing that happened um, with with a lot of the the LEs that were coming out. They they are typically behind this stuff. For whatever reason, you know, they put this stuff out far enough in advance. They um, put put it into production. They made this. Well, I don't know about three years ago, but (laughs) but you know, but long enough ago that it was before, because they didn't have all of this wording done the same way on even the like Avengers Defenders War stuff. So even if they made it back when they were making that stuff, it's still gonna. It's not all gonna be consistent with what the Mighty Thor set looks like because it's just like the the um, was it the Punisher van. That has all the old, like the old card and all that stuff, and it came out basically at the same time that they were coming out with all the stuff with the stuff printed on the card. <laughs> and it's like, why, why is it the dial on the back of this card? All right, do you guys um, have anything else to say about uh, Titano? No. Okay. Uh, let's let's go back yeah. to the interview portion just to wrap that up, and hopefully we won't lose you again. Chad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Nobody wanted to, me to get to my really cool story where I told about how I, when I got to uh, to October for the semifinals, I played a team of all mermaids because oh, I knew Lori. I knew I knew I wasn't yeah Lori Lamaris and a bunch of mermaids and 
a couple of trenches and uh obviously i won the map so i got the atlantis map and uh they all had plus i don't even remember the all the stat but it's like plus two to attack and then there's uh stuff with their speed and um anyway it was uh it was funny i had a guy that he he played this guy ended up finishing top eight but but when we sat down at the table he just starts rubbing his head and like like taking his hat off and like he was he was gripping it it was it was funny because he's looking at he's got he's got this krang team with like it was krang and um gene gray and uh the what's his uh baxter stockman that heals uh that heals him and everything heals robots and then uh what's his face justin safer um and so, but he looks across at my team and he, he's just like, I don't even know what to do, but you know, here's my uh, rookie super competitive mistake. Um, he asks me, he's like, so basically if I, uh, what did he say? He said, if I kill, if I kill any of them, um, then, then I take unavoidable or I take, you know, penetrating damage or whatever. And I said, I said, yeah, as long as she's on the map. And oh, that no, that you, was the mistake. You oh. showed your hand, man. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I, I, and so, so, so now, you know, my brother and I have talked about it. You know, so now the 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 the, the reply is always here. You can read the cards. <laughs> there you go. Let let them mess up on reading the card. Right, 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 exactly. So it's just, you know, that's uh, but you, it, that's one of those things that you 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 have to learn the hard way so that you learn it really well. Um, and, uh, and I did, but it was, it was cool. I also had tons of people coming up behind, behind my opponent and just giving me the thumbs up. Like, you know, <laughs> it, I, I'm so proud of you for just playing that team here. That's, and I, I got the, uh, I got the little Isaac Pog as a, as like a fellowship prize for it. I, I, I loved the, I love that whole experience. My brother and I talked a long time about, you know, other people go on like hunting trips and fishing trips where they like go away for the whole weekend and their family doesn't, you know, nobody bothers them. Um, but we try to play at home and, you know, it's, it's this kind of, are y'all still playing? How long are y'all going to play? And so we were just like, you know what? This is going to be our fishing trip. We didn't eat any worms, Calder, sorry, but, uh, oh, man. you know, we, uh, Disappointed. we, <laughs> but if you're not that eating was, worms, yeah. you're not living. I know. Right. Yeah. True. Um, but so, so that was basically our, uh, our, our fishing trip, uh, so to okay. speak. And so we're, apparently we're going to take a fishing trip every couple of years now and, um, <laughs> Here's a quick question. What's your favorite keyword, named keyword? Ooh, favorite named keyword. Crap. Why? Uh, let's see. Uh, shield, because it usually means that they've got the shield team ability, and I love the shield team ability. All right. Um, it's uh, just for you know for the purposes of just pure keyword you know hero clicksness. Uh, yeah, that's. Because I, I love, I just love that team ability. I love adding to range, and then if I need to, and have the actions to be able to boost that damage a little bit. So, uh, Calder, you want to bring us home with that last question? All right. What venue do you play at? So, yeah, currently, currently we we've started. We had a couple of venues that we used to play with when I first started. That's when I, I was playing Fear itself twice a month. At you know, once at each venue, it was great. And for whatever reason, our community has kind of died off, and we're trying. A few of us that are left are trying to revive it, trying to get some of the people back in, and we're trying to 
kind of flavor it up, make it a little more fun. And right now we're playing at a place uh, called Little Wars here in Baton Rouge that, um, and they've been really cool. They, 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 they did not, um, they were not a place that was a, a venue for the game before, but we approached them. They do a lot of, uh, a lot of the other, other game, you know, tabletop games, um, there that are, that are more figure driven, not, not so much magic and any of that Yu-Gi-Oh and all that stuff. Um, so, you know, a lot of, uh, what is it? Battle bowl or the blood bowl, whatever the, uh, the football game that's like hero for football. Um, they they do that, do a lot of, you know, Warhammer and that sort of stuff, D and D and everything. And so, so we're trying to revive the stuff there and it's, it's actually catching on pretty well there because it's, uh, it's something that those folks look around and they see what we're doing. And we've actually run into a few people who used to play and now they're looking at what we're doing and they're interested in getting back in. So it's, it, it's a, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, well, once to, you to get them get it back going. in to playing uh, HeroClix on a regular basis, make sure you tell them to start listening oh, to this podcast. Absolutely, oh. absolutely, no <laughs> doubt, no uh, doubt whatsoever. All right, let's go back to the news. That was weird, but okay. yeah, I know. Sorry about uh, that. Te- technology. <laughs> the newest set or the set that is coming out soonest is going to be Thor Ragnarok. It's kind of odd because they've only spoiled two figures from it and it comes out in 11 days uh, it comes right. out on the 11th of october and uh, there are 15 figures one of which is a chase and that is going to be fenris uh, i'll talk about him in a second but uh, overall what do you guys think about the set since we know all of the figures in the set i'm really interested to see what odin and grandmaster do because um Whichever Odin it is, you know the, the eleven or fourteen, but uh, Grandmaster also um, the, those two those two different versions. Um, and Heimdall is usually pretty cool. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, in terms of like board control and that sort of stuff, because I, I think we have with your Thor and Loki, you're typically that you know it's going to be, hey, I'm going to run over here and throw something at you or punch you with it. Um, with those other guys, especially Grandmaster, I'm expecting something that should be pretty interesting board control wise and that that sort of stuff appeals to me i love love board control pieces that bring a different flavor to the game and kind of change the way people think calder yeah definitely um i'm super disappointed we're not getting a carl urban scourge but i can get past that um (laughs) why did they not make that that's what i want to know see yeah i have no idea they they obviously had plenty of room to double up on quite a few people so (laughs) right I think there there are like five feet. What is this? The what if set uh, for I guess this movie? the remix. Like <laughs> yeah, we're, so, we're, we're, we're gonna do we're three, right. three sculpts. We, yeah, three, we were right. There are going to be two Thors. There are going to be two Hulks. There are also going to be two Odins. Um, in the additional two. dial information on the evidence thread, it's looking like we have two different unique figures that we know of. Mm. One of which being Odin. The other one being Grandmaster. And one of the that unique Odin is twenty five points. What? What? It's Why is there like a twenty five point? Odin. Oh, it See, might, you know it might be Hobo Odin. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it. I hope it is. I hope that catches on. Uh, Everyone calls it Hobo. Odin. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it will be here. What, yeah. What I was hoping, and this is just complete conjecture, but what if we got a twenty five point? Possession Odin. Possession. Oh. Right? Because it's okay. like the, the Odin power. Yeah, Jakeem doesn't need any more help. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. 
Seriously? It does not, but it wouldn't be... I mean, it's not something they're getting rid of, the possession mechanic. They're not no, getting right, rid of right. it, so I think it would be cool to have, like, an Odin Force possessor. That would be actually pretty sweet. I don't, yeah, that I would don't be know, cool. but it would be cool. Um, okay, so when I was a kid, I loved Norse mythology. That's probably the reason why Thor is my favorite comic book character. And... I, I used to read. I used to be one of those kids that would go to the book fairs, and then I would have my parents buy me the the mythology books. And in all of the mythology books, it's not it's not Fenris, which is Loki's son, by the way. But Fenris was called Fenrir, and I had to look this up because I was so confused why like Odin has the same name, Thor has the same name, Loki has the same name. So why did they change Fenrir to Fenris? And I looked it up, and this is a fun fact. So um, another name for Fenrir is Fenrisulfur. And so they just shortened it to Fenris, I think. Huh. They thought it, it sounded co- cooler, I, I guess. I don't know. Um, to note, though, about the chase is that he's not a giant, which... Disappointed. Um, Super disappointed. I think that this indicates that this is early on, because... In Norse mythology, when Ragnarok occurs, uh, you have Fenris that actually, or Fenrir, that eats the sun. Mm. So, in, in order to eat the sun, he's got to be large enough to do so. So, and then in the trailer for the Thor movie, you see him lunge at Hulk, and Hulk catches him by the jaws, and he's huge, like he's bigger than Hulk. So, I was wondering, like, why didn't they just make him the giant size? But they didn't. He does have Indom, but I really can't wait to spoil that figure. Uh, I think it'll be really cool. I hope it is. So I just looked at it. There are eight figures in this set. Eight characters in this set. Eight, <laughs> there are. Yeah. There are fifteen figures though. <laughs> so it's uh, seven, seven uh, characters that have duplicate figures or duplicate versions, alternate versions, whatever. And then Fenris Wolf. And one that's of them it. is Hobo Odin. Yep. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they say Hela is under the confirmed figures, but I'm like, there's no room for Hela in this set. Yeah, unless she's a unless she's a second chase. But no, they oh. usually only do one chase for. Um, I don't know because they had no because they had uh, what's his face. Um, they had Nebula and Yondu. Um, yeah. Yondu. Yondu the for movies. the uh, yeah hobby Guardians. and uh, mass market. Yeah, but chase they, and I, I'm guessing it from the. From the way things have gone recently, the are they doing mass market anymore? Um, I don't know. Or do they just not do mass market because Wonder Woman was a comic set and it wasn't movie related? Even though it came out at the same time as the movie. <laughs> I know I hated uh, having to drive to Target just to try to get certain figures because they all you could only get them at Target. Right, right. That was dumb. I mean, I like Target, well, but I don't like driving to Target <laughs> for that purpose. Yeah, well, not only that, but uh, you're you're guaranteed to have no hope whatsoever of you know. I, I mean, I, there are a few of the shops around here that um, that we we get stuff from that, that you know it's they'll if you get ten gravity feeds or five gravity feeds even you know they'll do like five gravity feeds for ten bucks or something. Well, good luck doing that at Target. Those yeah. five gravity feeds will cost you cost you seventeen dollars. Um, <laughs> so. Um, okay, so that's pretty much all that we've got for the Thor Ragnarok set as of this moment. So here in a couple weeks when it drops, I'm sure all of the figures will be up, and we'll cover what we can. 
due to time constraint, we're probably not going to do all of them. But uh, last thing in the news section that I've got is, and this is just a quick thing. I cannot remember if we actually said this when we were talking about it last, but Star Trek is actually going to be modern legal. Not sure if we covered that or not. So, hey, Star Trek. Hey, awesome. So all are the they, fans. Are we, just, are, we, are we just moving into that realm now where fr- from, from now on it seems like every set that they release is going to be modern legal? I mean, I... It seems. It seems. I always thought it was silly. Yeah, I always thought it was silly that they had like these different rules for like the Yu-Gi-Oh stuff that made it to where you couldn't play them together because you know they have all these trap mechanics and all this other stuff that like if you if you aren't playing that stuff together with the same stuff, it makes it kind or like the epic actions and all that stuff with the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings stuff. um, There's some of those things that if you know we've already we've I've heard you guys talking uh, plenty over the years of about the uh, the playtesting deficiencies that seem to exist. Well, they certainly hadn't playtested that stuff, you know, against each other. But it seems like they're they're moving more in the direction of allowing. Let's leave it at this. For that, I am willing to keep an open mind and hope that they are. Yeah, yeah. Right. It, ma- it it makes no sense to to do it any other way, honestly, yeah. for, for, for the purpose of not confusing the nonsense out of people. All right, let's <clears> play <throat> the greatest game in the history of America. Everyone knows that. America, Mark. yes. Bad Samaritan. If this is the first episode of Dial H for Heroclix that you are listening to, Bad Samaritan is a game where we have a number, uh, number random number generator, excuse me, uh, 20 clues. Calder's going to give me a number. I'm going to give him a clue about a figure. And basically, there are three rounds. Each player gets one guess per round. And at the three, end of three rounds, if they've guessed the figure, then they win. And if not, then I win that round. So, Calder, will you give me a number? I absolutely will. And that number is four. You say four? Four. Okay, four is set number. And the set number is going to be 11. So we got a common. Yep. Seems that way, unless it's a gravity feed set, but most likely it's a common. Uh, disclaimer, every figure chosen is a modern figure. We do not go back into Golden Age for this game. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I'm not going to say, is it Batman? Um, <laughs> it's see, always, that's always Batman. such a good answer. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I'm not, I'm not wasting a bullet on that. Um, I'll let you go first, Calder. I'm going to... Yeah, all right. I'll go with, um... Let me see, like, a common. Who'd be a weird common? I think I'll go with the Rattler. Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man's a Rattler. That is very random, but this is not the Rattler. <sighs> all right. That's not a bad guess, though. I'll give you that. No cheating like you did two episodes yeah. ago. No! Oh, come on. You guys are killing me. Um, at home, if you would like to play uh, along with us, go ahead and pod the, pause the podcast. Think about what your answer might be. Uh, press play, see if it is, and keep moving on through the rounds. Chad, do you have a guess? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in the same set, and because um, I don't know if Rattler was. I'm gonna go with was it Spider Girl. It is not Spider Girl. Calder, give mm. me a number. All right, <clears throat> eighteen. 18 is a free play, so you can choose any one clue that you would want about the figure. It's things like uh, 
set, generic keyword, yeah. name keyword, trait, name I, trait. What I think, would you I guys think like? given the fact that we have set number already, I think set would not be a bad set. Uh, route to go. I was yeah. going to say. Okay. <laughs> uh, the set is going to be world's finest. World's well, finest. Totally off with the uh, Spider-Man guess, but okay. World's finest. Black lightning. You, you know what the set is now. Black Black lightning. Is that your guess? Yeah. It is not black lightning. I'm pretty sure Black Lightning was in Joker's. Well, no, they had a didn't they have a didn't they have a Black Lightning in uh, in World's Finest? I have no idea. I, I don't know. It's like, a, it's like a running shot, running shot, pin side guy. I don't remember. I that's that was like so long I know, ago. Yeah, that was so long ago, and I didn't buy any of that set. So yeah. Oh wait, no, I'm thinking I'm thinking of Justice League Trinity War. Dang it, that's a stupid DC mix up. My bad. That's, yeah, that was Justice League Trinity War. There wasn't a Black Lightning in War Spice. All right. You're correct. I'm going to go with 11. It's probably not a generic, I don't think. What were they? They were like mystical stuff. I'll go with The Apprentice. Pretty sure that's what one of them I think, was. I think, I think Apprentice was an uncommon, though. I don't un- know for okay. sure. Maybe uh, but I'm not... Not positive. Is there like a druid? Right? There's like a beard guy. He was a swap out for somebody else. Final answer is druid. The druid for this. It is not the druid. <sighs> okay. Alright. Give me a number. Ten. Uh, number ten is name of special power. And he does Please have a special power. Sweet. There we go. Alright. Lunatic Laugh. Oh, that's um. Actually, the guy, uh, Blackfire Thorn? No, 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 he, no, no. He, he was an uncommon. I really want to say it's the green-haired guy. I can I can see him, but I can't think of his name. The, the green-haired guy. The green-haired guy. Joker. Creeper, right? No, not Joker. Uh, Creeper. It's like Creeper or Jeepers Creeper, something like that. <laughs> can't remember. <laughs> Jeepers Creepers? That was, man, that was an old like, movie. Um, yes, yes, you are right. <laughs> it is the Creeper. Is he, creeper? Is he nice work. Creeper. Nice All work, right, creeper. you win this All round, right. but we have two more rounds to go. I think I can pull this one off. Okay. All right, give me a number. Number 12. Uh, number 12 is any special combat symbols, and no, not a single one. Awesome. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nailed it. Wow. Okay, no special combat symbols. Thug. It is not Thug. I will go with. I'm still over here laughing. The green-haired guy. <laughs> hey, he, 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 he got it. You got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, don't. I'll go with just to keep it in the Serpent Society. I'll go with Black Mamba. It is not mm. Black Mamba. All right. Next number. Here we go. Eighteen. So. Free play. Free play. Free play. We go set again. We go set or, again. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the other, at least set, we know there there will be an answer there. If we say trait or anything like that, there's a possibility that there's no trait. Um, so I'm I'm good with set. Okay. Set it is. Uh, the set is Uncanny X Men. Okay. <sighs> Uncanny X Men. And no special combat symbols. No so special no endom. Um, no no endom. Um, hmm. 
I get this one, I can feel it. It's in my bones. Is this our last clue? No, you have one more. No. Oh, wait, we have, we have one, one more. more. Okay, 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 good. All right. I'm going to go with John Greycrow. It is not John Greycrow, but I'm pretty oh. sure that we have used him on Bad Samaritan before. Have Okay, dang, all right. I'm pretty sure. Okay, um... I want to say, I want to say Riptide, but, but then I, I, you yeah. use somebody we just talked about like two weeks ago. Yeah, that's, I was gonna say I, that's, okay. what, that's what I was saying. I don't want to go with your uh, what was that? Which one was that one? That was the value corner uh, that you, yep. you, you used that one for. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thirty-five cents. Cool stuff, Inc. Yeah. Um, let me. I think there was a storm that, uh, like the free smoke cloud storm that didn't have flight. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to go, I'm just going to say storm, even though it doesn't make sense that she would have no combat symbols. I think he's throwing us off. So I'm going to go with that as a counterintuitive response. All right. It is not storm. And I'm just checking real quick to make sure that those storms do have flight. Uh, they both do just for, they, do. Oh, they both yeah, do. Dang it. Yeah. All right. We got 18 again. You want me to... Okay. What is your? Well, uh... uh, named keyword maybe. Named keyword definitely help. Yeah, that would help. Okay. Uh, let's go with. Ooh, I have choices. Let's go with. Hellfire Club. Hellfire Club. All right. Emma Frost. Is that your guess? This is the last guess for this uh, figure. <laughs> See now, 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 now you stress everybody now, out now, saying now, last now guess. I now I don't know. Now I don't know if you're trying to, to to like to like get me to change it because I have it. Or I, if, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm gonna say yeah. That's it. That's fine. And I'll let Calder. Awesome. Pull it, pull it out from there if, if I'm, I'm wrong. Calder, what's your what's your guess before I I, I say yes or no? Oh, okay. <laughs> Slam dunk. I, I see how we're playing it. There was, wasn't there a chick in the commons who had a really weird haircut? <laughs> Do you only look at the haircut of the sculpt? He's got green yeah, hair, and this chick has green really hair, weird haircut. That's, that's what I remember the most. Yeah, I know. She was like, she was sort of like an Emma Frost looking lady, but it was like really weird, like really like short and like, Phoenix Wright styled back, like flaring. I don't. What was her know. name though? It was Lady something. She's a lady. Like she is a lady, but I mean, it was Lady something. Yep. I, she might not even have Hellfire Club, okay. but master, I got nothing. Mastermind's what it was. Lady Mastermind. So it was Emma Frost. Oh yeah, Mastermind. yeah. I remember. I remember yes. her. Yeah, I remember Lady Mastermind. Yep. Yeah. Damn right, so you, tell me, Calder! Yeah. All right, it is zero twelve. The lady mastermind. Man, Calder, you're wow. Calder's Holy cheap. cow! You and your, you and your hair, you and your hair studies. Uh, I, he just he just sits at home and just looks over. Yeah, no, it's weird though, because <laughs> so, yeah. So now I know how you switched that one from uh, from across court uh, the the last time you got on the first clue. You I were just you just thought you just channeled haircuts as I, soon as he. Uh, I'm going to exclusively the choose figures based off of having normal haircuts from now on. That oh, way, that way, 
that way Calder can't get it. Uh, oh, man. All right, let's move on to the third figure. Give me a number. All right. Seven. Uh, seven is generic keyword, and celebrity is the keyword. Ooh, a celebrity. Dale Suderman. No. Who did you say? No, no is the answer, but who did you say? I said Dale Suderman. That's the uh, that's the Superman who plays basketball in uh, the Elseworlds set. All right, then. Nope, not, not that guy. I thought it was Sunderman. There is no N. It is Suderman. That's so weird. I've been saying it wrong. Wow. All right. Celebrity. Hellcat. It is not mm. Hellcat. Okay. But I will say that I do like the actress who plays Hellcat, or will play Hellcat, in the Netflix series. She's pretty cool. Yeah. Next number. She didn't get much independence. All right. Uh, 18. Sweet. Free play. Really? You've gotten that number three times. <laughs> I say we go set again. It's 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 set. Yet to prove us wrong. I yeah, that's true. It's led us down the right path. Okay. Uh, this is going to be the Avengers and Defenders War set. Celebrity. Hey, who else is a celebrity besides Hellcat in that set? All right, so wow, that weirdly made it harder. It'd have been a lot cooler if it had been a different set. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, this person not, has normal hair, so there's no way that Calder's gonna get it. It's certainly not. It's certainly not Black Panther. Um, yeah, no. Who's <laughs> in hiding? Not. Jessica Jones or Danny Rand or Punisher or anybody like that. So who would? Mm -mm. Celebrity. Who are like the? There's Ben Urich. He's not a celebrity. Karen Page. A few other people. Oh, uh, wait. Uh, Foggy Nelson. Oh, he might have been. You going Foggy Nelson? Uh, it's not Foggy Nelson. Last oh, clue. Dang it. I, I was going, wait, I was going I, for President Foggy Nelson. I figured maybe. Uh, oh, that that is actually pretty good. What would it, What's your number? I no, I haven't guessed yet for this round. Oh, you haven't? Wait. No. No, he hasn't. All right then. He was. He was. He was. He was I was thinking about things. I was thinking out loud. Yeah, he he guessed Hellcat the first the first clue. So. <clears throat> I need to buy more of these sets. Let's go with uh, I don't know gargoyle. It's not Gargoyle. Yeah, I didn't oh, think so. Last clue. All right. 15. 15 is opening defense power, and okay. it's going to be super senses. So this is from Avengers Defenders War, right? Yes. Wow. Yeah, because the, uh, the, the What If set had all kind of weird celebrities. Uh, Spider-Man, yeah. Daredevil. Daredevil, yeah. Stupid. Uh, anyway, I, I will um, say this: all of the clues, I think all of the clues that I gave you are applicable to Hellcat. So Hellcat was a good answer. <laughs> it's just not Hellcat. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad. I'm glad we wasted Hellcat early then. Um, that is true. Yeah, we won't, we won't be tempted to uh, to go there this time. A celebrity with super senses. Um. I, 
I don't know. Is it, what about the 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 throne daredevil? Um, is yeah, would he be a celebrity? I, like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Does I mean, get celebrity it, keyword like normal Daredevil? I don't think. No, not. But I'm just. I, I don't know. I'm. I'm. I guess the what if set has like made me like <laughs> think weird people should be celebrities. Um, my brain, I can't think clearly. If you get this one as well, Calder, and sweep the game tonight, I really that'll be crazy. <laughs> And I'm gonna kick you off the podcast. I'm just kidding. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm out of work. You gotta get started with the podcast now. Oh uh, no, let me think. I... For some reason, I want to think Danny Rand might actually have celebrity humor, but I don't think he does. Maybe the Netflix show is making me think he might. Yeah. Um, is I'd be Danny... way easier guessing politician. So few of them. I'd be like, oh yeah, Kingpin, politician, easy peasy. Celebrity yeah. super senses, Avengers Defenders War. Ah, oh, man. What about, uh, what's his face? Um, Batroc or Batroche or whatever he is. Now he's got combat reflexes, just, top style. Oh, reflexes, okay. Yeah. I kind of like this last uh, round. Let the people answer. All everybody answer before you. Tell. <laughs> so, Pretty much. We should we should stick with that. That's good. Man, I got. Am I gonna take this round, guys? Are you gonna give it to I, me? I really don't it's want very to give possible. it to I don't. Yeah, I don't. But I don't know. I don't even know where to go. Um. Wasp, Wasp, she's a celebrity. She is super senses, nineteen defense. Wasp, she's a fashion maker, right? I think, I think, I think Chris, right? Chris might choose. Yes. Did she uh, fashion? Did uh, hold on, did, did uh, Chad? Did you choose this round? Oh. I, I have not chosen yet. No. <laughs> it's it's killing Colton. <laughs> He's like, just tell me, just tell me, it's oh. the Wasp. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, just to just in case, because Calder has so far has been uh, been the, the linchpin of this whole thing. I'm gonna go with Iron Fist just in case it's Danny Rand. Okay, I will tell you, it is not Iron Fist. Oh, okay. Shit. And neither is it the Wasp. I totally no. Around. Uh, <laughs> what? And the worst part is, you guys actually already said it, but you didn't guess it. It's Karen Page, number twenty-seven. Is it? Karen it is Page. Karen Page. Oh, dang it. Oh. <laughs> Oh, it makes win. no sense that she's got celebrity and Foggy Nelson doesn't. Um, right. But, well, that's uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't have reporters. She has celebrity, but not rep- okay. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, does have celebrity and super senses. We're done. I give okay. up. All right. Well, well, well done. We still got two out of three though, Calder. So we're good. Yeah. Hey, two out of three. I'll take it. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, you can. Uh, you or can you did it. anyway. Make it up for losing that last round so badly, Calder. Uh, oh. <laughs> Let's get in the car. Let's take a trip. Let's go down to thank you the value corner. Value corner. So uh, value corner. sell me a figure, Calder. Sell it to me. Sell you a figure. We're gonna go back. We're gonna go way back. This is putting the silver silver age corner value here. This Love it. Probably back. something I've never heard of before. I I most likely. So 
what I'm going to say is you got Outsiders. Outsiders team ability is an amazing team ability. You got zero range, no special combat symbols. Coming in at 63 points since I like odd point values. Love those so much. Uh, special speed power on his top clicks. Got five clicks of life. Uh, can use support. Boom. Keeping it simple. Just straight up support. Oh, by the way, he's a scientist keyword. He also has a name keyword. Not going to say the name keyword. It'll instantaneously give who this is away. Is the name so, keyword I, a very popular name keyword? Not totally. But scientist is a good keyword at the very least. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this isn't a super popular figure. So that's why I think most people probably haven't heard of him. Uh, so his special attack power he has for all five clicks is manipulate. Uh, can use leadership. If leadership would allow you to add an action to your action total, which keep in mind, leadership automatically gives you an action. Yeah, so it's huge now. Instead of saying, if it succeeds, if it would have said it succeeds, then it would be totally different. But since it <laughs> says add action to your action total, this will always go off, this special attack power that he has for his entire dial. Nice find you can just instead, on that alone, by the way. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's beast right there. Yeah. You'll probably guess why I thought of this figure once I tell you who it is, but anyways, you can instead put a manipulate token on this character's card. If there are two or fewer manipulate blah, tokens on the card, when another friendly character would take pushing damage, you can remove a manipulate token from the card, roll d6 on a 3 through 6 character ignores pushing damage. On so a 3 every through 6? On a 3 through 6. This is just friendly, not adjacent friendly, right? Uh, this is, yeah, one another friendly character would take pushing damage. Okay, oh, so man. anywhere on the map, anywhere on the map, just hide out in the starting anywhere area the and do this. And you're always getting these tokens, so you're probably always going to have one on your card. So, right. friendly from pushing damage. You max out two, I believe, so to say. There are two or fewer, yeah. And then he has a special defense power for his top two clicks, which is strategy. Wait, it says, it says if, it's, if there are two or fewer, add one? Yeah, if there are two so or then, fewer... So then, Tokens. So then it maxes out at so then it maxes out at three. At three, okay, yeah, three. You're right, two or yeah. four. Yeah. Uh, so then he has special defense power for his top two clicks. He can use perplex and mastermind, and he can deal damage to friendly characters' higher point value. So it's not actually this isn't really new, but anyways, it's he basically has special mastermind, but it's normal mastermind for now. But it's anybody with a higher point value who he shares a keyword with. So that's basically normal mastermind but it's perplexing mastermind so he also is a just normal he has outwit on his top two clicks when he has perplexing mastermind and then once he loses the special defense power he has perplex for the rest of his dial he's only got a six movement nine attack 15 defense one damage but he's total support figure has support has outwit and perplex top dial mastermind and leadership and also you know he's got outsiders to help so he is yeah that's, that's what you think you're gonna pay for this piece and how many points is it again? 63? 63 points. Man, mm. with, with the changes to leadership, here's what I think. This figure probably now should be worth more than what it is. But you're selling me a value here, so it's, it's got to be something pretty cheap. But that's a lot of stuff for 63 points. Outwit support. And perplex. Oh, and mastermind. Leadership. And leadership. <laughs> And the Outsiders team. Ability. Wow. Um, and Outsiders team ability. Yeah. I wow. if that figure came out right now, I would gladly give two dollars for it. Oh, easy. You're very, actually, very close. This is one of the more expensive figures I've chosen. Uh, so, two fifty. If it no, actually, no. Think think less. Still oh, less. Lower. Still good value. Okay. 
buck seventy-five. All right. Who is it? Ninety-nine cents. It's actually ninety-nine cents with the card. Wow. Without the card, for some reason, it's actually twenty a buck twenty-five. For some reason. <laughs> it is. What? <laughs> okay. I, I, don't, I don't get that. So on cool stuff, it's ninety-nine cents. They only have one of these, so get in while you can. Three without the card. It's the chief. Oh. From, uh, Let's, I don't even know what set this is. Crisis. The Chief from Crisis. His name is Niles Calder, but it's spelled like a C and a, a U. And I'm like, huh. So now we know why it's, you chose him. Yep, exactly. Uh, so yeah, Niles Calder. Someone like told me to read Doom Patrol, and I'm like, hey, we sort of had the same name. And then I looked up what he had in Heroclix, and I'm like, huh, this is a really good figure. So yep, pick him up for a buck. Play him on your Doom Patrol teams. Maybe try him out instead of the new Chief. Try this guy out and see how he works for you. Man, that's really good for... 63 points. That's, yeah. If, if, if that thing came out now, it'd probably be like a super rare prime or something. Huh. Exactly. <laughs> you like the red it is. And I did choose him before we talked about who was going to be our uh, casual comparison pick. So. <laughs> All right. Well, that you guy. sold me. That's, that's good right, stuff. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. We have another game or segment on this show, and it's called Casual Comparisons. Called to just mention it. We have chosen. Uh, we always let our guests come on and pick what character they would like to talk about, and we re- we review three versions of that character. They all have to be the same universe character version of that character. Uh, we're going to cover three figures and figure out what we think really epitomizes what we want out of that character. I mean, meaning it matches the flavor. It's not a one-off comic where they picked up a random weapon or something like that. Like, what is the true essence of this character? So our friend Chad has chosen this week for us to talk about Professor X. And this is a really good character to talk about. I really like Professor X. So, uh, Chad, do you want to start us off on the figure that you have chosen? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> this may be uh, depending on whether or not you faced him and uh, if uh, if your opponent was nice or not. Um, this may be a figure that you hate more than any other figure, um, but it could also be uh, one of the uh, one of your one of your favorite figures um, if you're if you're like me. So um, this is let's see, wait, where is it? Which one? I think I okay the one that yeah this is the one okay yeah sorry I was uh I was trying to find it clicking on it okay so the the Professor X that I chose I let me make sure I did do uh, 008 AVX right that's what I heard yeah that that is, that correct. is correct okay okay um yeah so this one has uh, eight range triple bolt. Uh, he's 150 points. He does not have uh, Indom, but he has uh, improved targeting, ignores hindering terrain, and when he does not have, he has a trait. It's when he does not have two action tokens, he can use shape change. Um, so that's already uh, pretty tough uh, right there. But the 150 points come in here. He's got an 11 attack with uh, penetrating psychic blast. He picks up in cap at the end of his dial. First three clicks are Pensai, 11, 10, and 10, and then. Nine attack for the last three clicks with incapacitate, outwit, and super senses. He's got his uh, special movement power for all six clicks. And his special movement power is he can use mind control and is not dealt unavoidable damage from it. Opposing characters within range must be given double power actions instead of power actions. 
that is huge um, because it's not within range of line of fire. It's just within range. So he can be um, hiding behind something, hiding behind another figure, um, and just making your day miserable. This figure um, then, on the right map, if you're playing on a map with uh, like a lot of walls or buildings or anything like that, and you can hide him on the opposite side of a wall from all of your oh, opponents, yeah. it's so annoying. Yeah, and I have a little story about how I use this to make my like basically ruin my brother's day um, when we're when we're <laughs> done with the casual comparisons. But uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. So his uh, his defense power he has it for his top three clicks. He also also has a special damage power for his top three clicks. The defense power is he can use Mastermind, and when he does, he can divide the damage dealt between two adjacent friendly characters if they each share a keyword. That is huge if you've got a couple of invulnerability or impervious figures or anything like that where um, you can take four damage, turn it into two and two, and it's basically zero for those figures unless it's penetrating. It's uh, ridiculous. And then he also has Empower, Enhancement, and Leadership. And when he uses Leadership and succeeds he can remove up to one action token from each adjacent friendly character with the X-Men keyword. Now, that, that part, it makes it very specific to X-Men, but it's still, it's really, really good. And I just, I think, from the standpoint of, like, getting a feel for who Xavier is, this is, uh, this is a really, really good effort on, on their part. Um, and, yes, when you combine him with the right people, he, it can be devastating. All right. So. Calder, who would you choose? I chose Giant Size X-Men 036 Professor X, the uh, shooter from the starting zone Professor X. So he also has an 8 range, but only 2 bolts on this figure. It's 123 points, no special combat symbols. Illuminati, New Mutants, Scientist, and X-Men. He's got a trait in contact with Cerebro. If Professor X is in your starting area, he can draw lines of fire and count range for his speed, attack, and damage powers... From any square, a friendly character with whom he shares the keyword with. That's awesome. Yep. <laughs> and so, top dial, what he's doing, so if you say you keep him top dial in starting area, he has 6 speed, mind control, 10 attack, pen blast, 16 defense, super senses, 2 damage, outwit. So, he got an outwitter stashed away back there and a pen blaster, 8 range, double targets. Uh, later, you know, he gets some perplex, and then down dial when he has willpower and capacitate. He also has the last three clicks, six click dial. So his last three clicks, he has special damage power. I've learned your secrets. He can use outwit once per turn. When he uses outwit to counter standard power, he may immediately use outwit again, but only to counter the power of the same color. So a bit more situational, but still pretty good. But mostly he was used to just like sit back there and he would just snipe. Snipe, like, oh, you got Cyclops, he shoots, and then boom, you know, a little follow-up, 10 attack, shoot, Snipe, and Professor X, working through the X-Men kind of thing. All right, all right. So the Professor X that I chose is number 34 from the Uncanny X-Men set, coming in at 70 points with the X-Men team ability, 10 range, 1 bolt. He has the Shi'ar and X-Men keywords. He has one trait. It says, you don't want to do this. Professor X can use Outwit normally or as a power action. If activated as a power action, he does not require line of fire, and you may attach the mental lock marker to the targeted character. While the mental lock marker is attached, the effect of this outwit doesn't end, and the Professor can't, Professor X can't use outwit. The mental lock marker remains attached as long as that character is within Professor X's range. At the beginning of your turn, you and that character's controller both roll 2d6 that can't be rerolled. 
If your result is lower, remove the mental block. Um, mental lock marker, I'm sorry. Only a four click long dial. Uh, he starts off with six speed with mind control. Uh, I, I don't, to me, Professor X should always be traded mind control. I don't know why they would print it on his dial. But that's I'm with I'm with you on that. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, uh, he has ten attack, uh, which is naked. Seventeen defense with willpower. Uh, the first two clicks are those powers. The second two clicks, he switches to two clicks of sidestep and then two clicks of defend. His last click is eighteen with the def- with defend. So that's kind of cool. And then on the last two clicks of life of his life, he has a special damage power called Erase You from Your Enemy's Minds. Professor X and adjacent friendly characters with the X-Men keyword can use shape change if they are not on their starting click. If they succeed using this shape change, no friendly character with the X-Men keyword can be targeted this turn. I don't know how I feel about this character. I really like the sculpt. I'll say that because... It's the old school, him in just a regular wheelchair sculpt, and he's got the marker that you can just like run on, like under his dial until you use it on other people. He does have 10 range with that outwit, and then it's a special outwit, but I've actually used this character before, and I have activated the power action to use outwit a couple times, and without fail, it was just bad luck, without fail. I always rolled less on the 2d6 than what they rolled, mm. and mm. so it just immediately went away. So it was a waste of my time to do it. Mm. So let's go ahead and vote. Calder, do you want to start us off? Which which Professor X do you think epitomizes Professor X? Uh, so I played a lot of AVX uh, when it started coming out because that was like one of the most fun events I ever had, and this Professor X was so mind-numbingly painful to play against. But I also really loved him because of the Professor X and how he was in that story. So yeah, my vote is for the ABX Professor X. Okay. Chad, what about you? Well, I, I would have to agree with Calder. Um, that's, that's why I picked it. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I, I think uh, I, I, it's, it's close, though, that the, uh, the, the one that, that pings you from the starting area. But this one, this one, Sort of does the same thing, just needs a little bit more help. Um, and uh, there, there's, there was, there was at, at a time for a brief period of time, there was some really awesome help that uh, that went away. That's all, that's the story I'll tell you. But uh, but yeah, I, I, I think uh, it's close for the uh, 036 Giant Size X Men. But I, I'm going to go with the ABX. Okay. Well, that's two votes for that Professor X, so it doesn't matter what I vote on. But I will say what I think about that Professor X. I really like Professor X as a character. The only thing is, this is probably going to sound horrible. I like my Profex, Professor X in a wheelchair. Is that, is that bad? Like, is that bad to say? Like, original Professor X <laughs> I, was in a wheelchair. I guess there's some validity to that point. Like, so. like when, yeah. I was yeah. a, when I was a 90s kid and the 90s X-Men animated series was on, that's what I was growing up with. And Professor X was in a wheelchair. It was a hovering wheelchair. Yeah, the, yeah it, you got to vote for mine then. It's but the it was, gold it was still, <laughs> like, it was still... But I will say this. Professor X as a character, and on numerous occasions, he's been called one of the single most powerful telepaths on the entire planet Earth in Marvel Comics. Mm-hmm. The ability to put two action tokens on other opposing characters, to me, represents Professor X bogging down the mind or the abilities 
of other characters. And right. I think that that is so flavorful, and I really like it. Th- that figure is fantastic. I still think, even though that set is a little bit dated at this point, 150 points for that figure is still entirely worth it. So, and because I'm a huge Avengers fan and it does have the Avengers keyword, I can play it on my Avengers team. Um, but I, I I will vote for that one as well. So it will be unanimous, and that Professor X from AVX is going to be our Dial H's official Professor Xavier. So, yay. Yay. Moving on. There Uh, you go. (laughs) Moving on, we... Oh, wait, actually, tell us that story, Chad. Yeah, yeah, so... So... So my brother and I played a uh, a 400 point game, and uh, we just you know we kind of just like, all right make a 400 point team I'll make a 400 point team. This was like a no relic resources tactic you know just basically what would be be considered limited nowadays. Um, and this was back in the days of pre Arata Telus. So can you see where I'm going? Okay. Um, and also science police officer. You're so the 004 science police <laughs> officer, um, tac- tactical deployment, when an opposing character within eight squares is given a free action, that character, if that character has been given a non-free action this turn, after action is resolved, deal that character one unavoidable damage. So you want a running shot and do anything to my people? Want to charge in? Okay. Well, guess what? Well, before you finish your running, or after you finish your running shot, you're going to take one unavoidable. Oh, actually two unavoidable because it was two science police officers. This is so dirty. All right. It, it gets worse. Trust me. So it's two science police officers. Um, and they go out and they serve as they make like a basically a Y shape with uh, the Professor X and Telus. So Professor X is at the bottom of the Y. Telus is at the top of the Y. And the uh, or, or at the, the I guess, the, 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 the vertex point. of the Y. Yeah. yeah. And then and then you have your two science police officers coming off at, at the top. Well, standing right next to Professor X, but he doesn't really. She doesn't really need to stand next to him. She just has to be within four squares of of Telus, um, just like the the Professor X and the others. Is Hope Summers Hope from Summers. Uh, oh. from Wolverine and the X Men copying Professor X's dial as soon as she gets to click two? So, uh, penetrating psychic blast, the double, the the two action tokens, power, and the science police officers are just sitting there blowing people up with, and they, so she, she was taking turns copying, depending on what I wanted to do, copying the, uh, the science police officers, uh, taking unavoidable. So it was like two or three unavoidable every time you did anything in there. It was, it was dirty and disgusting, but, um, you're a horrible but, person, but that's, but that's what my brother deserves for <laughs> introducing me to this game. Right. Well, I mean, he, um, if he's stealing the penny every game with the Flash, he kind of That's right. It. You see? That's right. So, that's right. Yeah, and I, I'm trying to run over there and catch the Flash with Batman, you know, and uh and then the, you know, the other guy is trying to trying to catch both of us with but I don't know, it was like uh there were there may have been a Superman in that it was it was this really meager collection of characters. But yeah, so but uh he's he he will be listening. So, um it's I'm sure he will uh, get a chuckle out of hearing hearing that story. <laughs> Okay, let's move on real quick. Um, check out our YouTube channel. Uh, watch our videos. It helps out the podcast. We appreciate that. Uh, also, we are an Amazon affiliate, so if you see links that we post to Twitter, 
and any other places that we post those that go directly to Amazon. If you go to Amazon using that link and you buy things off of Amazon, whatever you buy, it doesn't have to be the link that I provided, but whatever you buy, it actually sends a percentage of that back to Dial H, which helps us run the show, keeps the cost down for us out of pocket. So we really appreciate that and uh, just keep following that stuff on there. Uh, let's move on to community, and we actually got some a couple emails in our mailbag this week. Uh, Calder, do you want to cover the first email that we got? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And watch Facebook glitch out on me. Your inbox, there we go. Maybe not. Okay. Yeah. I'll, wow. I'll go, no, I'll go actually, first. no. Okay. Well, actually, did just get it. So. Okay. That's always how it works out, huh? Yep. All right, so we got a couple of questions from Malcolm Rush. So first questions, uh, which hero clicks, which has never been clicked, do you want to clicks? Do you want to make? Never been made before. Uh, uh, is spawn an option? Yes! <laughs> you beat me to it. You beat uh, me to it. I, I really, really would love to play a spawn. The only thing is, uh, oh man, I'm blanking out on the creator of spawn. What's his name? McFarland? Tim McFarland. McFarland yeah. Todd McFarland. Todd is, McFarland. Yeah. And understandably so. He loves his creation that is spawned so much that over the years he's caught so much flack over what people can do with a spawn, what people can't do with spawn. I've heard stories about him micromanaging the living crap out of anything that anybody tries to do with spawn to the point where it actually, like, people think that the dude's kind of insufferable. So if they did ever make a spawn hero click, McFarlane would be there telling them exactly how to make it, and it would be the most overpowered figure in the history of the game because I honestly don't think McFarlane would let it be anything other than that. He'd be like, uh, make it 50 points and have 14 attack and 7 damage, and like that. it would be that level. So... I, <laughs> I, I would love to see a spawn get made into a hero click, but I just it's never gonna happen. Yeah. Well, I I don't know because I there's one of our guys here that does uh does customs and uh he made uh he took uh Hellspot and took that cape and painted it red and I'm trying to remember what other figures, but he put together and he did like this little super glue trick where he like hung a little some, tiny piece of chain from like a necklace or something, are those, and and are those and super glued link by link. I think and, that I have seen this figure linked online uh, before. Like if you type in, maybe, I mean, keep going. But I'm gonna see if I can find. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, but it, um, but he uh, he basically he took uh, took the the you know hung it sideways basically and and like made each link to where basically this this chain he super glued link by link. And let it hang and and freeze in that spot, and then just went link by link to make the chain just kind of have like this wave to it Do as it suspends what, out from his hands. What um, dial did he put on it? I don't remember. Dang it! I don't remember. I just uh, I just I, remember him, uh, you know, putting the putting the thing together. It may he may have had like a venom or something that he used as the as the 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 base sculpt for it, and then he put that Hellspont cape on it. I don't remember exactly. And it was what's ironic about that is that, you know, I made a custom set of Ninja Turtle Hero Clicks about six months before they announced that they were coming out with Ninja Turtle Hero Clicks, <laughs> um, and mine were awesome. 
Um, <laughs> they were very. Your own and horn. I, even, I even I even got thematic like you know like one of like uh, one of them was was Electra, one of them was uh, Shang Chi. I mean it was like uh, it was some really good thematic. They they worked as Ninja Turtles and. Right. Uh, so yeah, my, what would you make? What's your answer to Malcolm Rush's question? Well, yeah, my it, the you stole mine. It was Spawn, um, <laughs> but uh, and I, I don't know, and you know we we just did Howard the Duck. That was uh, that was cool. And I, but I don't know, was there a Howard the Duck before? Yeah, there was that? Secret Invasion. There was. Okay, okay, yeah, that was before my time. But um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know that I that I can come up with uh, a figure that's never been clicked that. So I, what you're saying I, is you apart, apart from Spawn, Switzler, right? Apart from Spawn, yeah, whatever you say. Belvery Switzler, that's Howard the Duck's, like, chick he hangs out with most of the time in comics. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Who would you make, uh, Calder? Yeah. Oh, Kite Man, hell yeah. Who? Kite Man, what hell yeah. What is that? Kite Man, hell yeah. yeah. Uh, he is, have you read, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta say hell yeah after you say his name every <laughs> Kite time. Kite Man, hell yeah. Uh, exactly, you got it. He, if you, you need to read the uh, War of Jokes and Riddles by Tom King, he's like this D-list Batman villain who, like, his only power is that he has like a paragliding like kite thing strapped to his back. But uh, he becomes a really important character. He was like in the Lego Movie. That's how D-list he was. They had him like pop in for two seconds. So, but if, like, if there's this get, really cool. Yeah. If we yeah. get a no. Condiment King, there's actually a possibility of getting Kite Man. Hell yeah. Kite Man, like, thanks, he got it. Uh, yeah, but there's this awesome... King and Crazy Quilt in the same set, right? Yeah, I mean, for crying out loud, um, when the when the Lego Batman movie is making fun of it, saying, "Yep, these are actual characters," um, <laughs> and then they and then they click some, then they click some. Yep. Well, then hell yeah, why not Kite Man? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so no, no okay, keep going. Well. There's this point in comics where he actually is carrying Mr. Freeze, and Mr. Freeze is, like, just shooting. So I wanted, like, a Kite Man, hell yeah, that would carry people and make them, like, let, like range combat attacks or whatever, like, during the carry. Because it's just so awesome. Like, Mr. Freeze is just, like, shooting down on the street. I'm like, oh, this is badass. So, yeah. Um, I will say this, and just a secondary answer. I am a huge fan of the Squadron Supreme, so any Squadron hmm. Supreme members that they haven't clicked that they could, like Amphibian or Golden Archer or any of those, like that would be fine with me. Uh, you could just rip the dials off of like Green Arrow or Aquaman. I don't care. <laughs> just just give me a sculpt of like those guys. That would be sweet. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. Second part of the question, because yeah. this is like three part question. Which hero clicks do you use as a substitute for an unclicks character? Oh, I actually don't. I, I don't do that. I used, uh, uh, oh, crud, what was the, uh, I, as a Krang substitute before, for my for my Ninja Turtles hero clicks, I used the, uh, oh, what was the, the, the celebrity, the TV glob on, uh, for uh, Wolverine and the X-Men? Dupe? Uh, no, 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 no. No, the, uh, the yellow guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can't think I, of I his did, name. I can't, I can't think of the name. But anyway, that's what I used, uh. Whatever, uh, whatever her name was. It was a female, wasn't it? I don't remember if it was a female. Oh, Moria McTaggart? No. No, 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 no. No, not, no, no. This is the, uh, hang on just a second. I, I, I'll get it right here. Uh, where, what's her name? Where are you? Right. I thought she, I thought she was a rare, but maybe she was a super rare. 
Calder, while, was... while he's looking for that, why don't you tell us? Who yeah, you're... go ahead. Uh, yeah, so we like I like to play uh, thematic games. So I was playing, I was running Captain America Corps, like one of my favorite comics. We don't have two members of that team, which is hmm. the whatever. Um, no, I can't think of her name. Miss America, which is an American Dream. They, don't, they didn't have American Dream or the Captain America from the future, which is like the something Morales Captain America. So I just used the old Isaiah Bradley cap for him, but for American Dream, I used Diamondback, and actually, it's a pretty cool little repaint I did to make her to give her blonde hair and whatever. I made uh, Diamondback from the Captain America set. And so that's why I used for American. So uncreative. Like I, I don't mold or uh, mod anything or paint anything. <laughs> I just I just run this podcast now. That's all. That's all I can. <laughs> Mojo, by the way, was the name of Mojo. the Mojo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the Mojo verse. Uh, so yeah, it was. Uh, that was your Krang. Yeah, that was my Krang. Yeah, okay. and then uh, the spider bots were my. Uh, were my uh, what you call it? Mausers. The, the Mausers. Yeah, the oh, Mausers. Right. Yeah. Nice. All right, what's the third like, question? Uh, yeah, part, which comic book characters do you think WizKids will never clicks? Why? Spawn. <laughs> no, that's too, that's too easy. Here, here's my real answer to that. I don't think that they'll ever clicks many of the Squadron Supreme. I think we probably got all of the Squadron Supreme that we're going to get. They've had they, they had that good run for a while where there was one coming out in like every set, one. And I, I was okay with it. And then how many sets have come out now? Where they just they stopped. I mean, yeah. Even even the sets that they, that there are primes in, and then they they had the opportunity to make them, and then they just chose not to. So I really don't think that we're ever gonna get any more unless they just remake the ones that we already have. So we're always gonna get like Hyperion. We're always gonna get uh, mm-hmm. the Wizard or not the Wizard. Um, what's his name? Blur. I can't remember. Yeah, or or, uh, or uh, was it Doctor Spectrum? Uh... Yeah, Doctor Spectrum. So yeah, I'm I don't have high hopes. <clears throat> yeah. What about you, Chad? I don't think we'll ever have Star Wars. Yeah, um, probably not. I've uh, I've thought I thought that would be cool. Um, or Transformers, but uh, I don't know. I, maybe Transformers is more likely because that actually I, I've always thought it was weird that they, to try to figure out a way to make. Star Trek and or Star Wars work because so much of that, the, of both of those, it's it you have people. Sometimes there's some hand to hand combat and force blasting and whatnot, but there's so much of it that's fought in the air with spaceships. That how do you make those two things merge together without <laughs> making it just really stupid? You know, it's one thing to have the Punisher van. It's another thing to have like a, a star destroyer against like. I don't know some like Yoda just sitting there on the ground. You know? Like it's, the uh, Enterprise is attacking like Darth Maul, yeah. and you're like, what? No. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's, it's just totally not fair. Although yeah, a exactly. Darth Maul hero click would be completely awesome. Oh, it would be, it would be, so it, would be it would be great. Yeah. What do you think, Connor? I doubt it. Um, for like specifically comic books, we're probably not going to get Walking Dead figures. Because they're just like people with guns, mm-hmm. but I feel I still feel like they'd be really cool. See, so, I, yeah. I think that's actually I think that's actually more realistic because if if the undead series can or set can can happen, I think there's totally a, a built-in avenue for something like that to happen where you could have you know an army of zombies and then you could have like these different little factions and it's all 
just like the the undead set is. It's all a, a, a close combat and and quirky game mechanic uh, sort of setup that I think would totally work. It would just be a matter of. It, I think more of the question comes down to rights than it does to actually yeah, it's probably the, right. the, the, the functionality of the game. Whereas the Star Trek and Star Wars thing, I've always thought just from a functionality standpoint, it seems very, like it'd be tortured to try to make everybody happy with what's there and still make it work. Uh, as Walking as Dead would work go, really well. As far as the rights for The Walking Dead specifically, from what I know about Robert Kirkman, the, the creator of The Walking Dead, if someone out there didn't know that at this point, but he's pretty cool. And I think that mm-hmm. if uh, yeah. these kids would actually take the time to contact Kirkman or his PR people or whatever and ask, I think that that might be a possibility, certainly more of a possibility than some of the other stuff. Like, Spawn will never happen, but Walking Dead right. could. I mean, right. they've already done No, and they're, they're totally comics. all about, yeah, I was going to say, they're all about, they're, they're also, they're totally, like, all about merchandising and everything else. And this would be just another way to, I mean, it, there's nothing wrong with trying of, to make a little bit of money on the side. Yeah, you know? Robert Kirkman is also the creator of Invincible, and they've made Invincible comic, uh, hero clicks. Now, they're yeah. really old now, and they're not good yeah. now, but that there's your precedent, and they could yeah, do Yeah, there that. you go. There you go. So, all right. Um, uh, that's all for uh, his Leave. email. Yep. Okay. We got one from I man. I really hope I'm saying your last name correctly. Bossarge, Davy Bossarge. Uh, he says, "Hey guys, I've been listening to Dial H since 2014. I think I've seen it go through lots of changes, as have y'all. I just wanted to say that you're doing a great job in making a podcast worthy of the name. A couple of questions for you. Actually, let's, let's stop right there. Thank you, man. <laughs> yeah, we really appreciate yeah, for it. Real. My heart. Like, yeah, we really do. Yeah, um, and, I, and I, I second that emotion as well. Thank you. That's, uh, I appreciate it's, it's, that. It's been it's been fun. So um, his question is, or the first one: What figure in modern would you have WizKids do over? Jakeem Thunder. I, I was going to say Goblin <laughs> King. <laughs> <laughs> they already they already did him over. They, I know. They, but... they did him they did him over hard and royally. It was bad. Oh, oh. They made they made him they made him Goblin princess or something i don't know it's bad it's he went from goblin king to goblin surf i I don't know (laughs) if there's any figures recently that oh he says um it it can be a figure that's too good one that's not good enough or one that just misses the character yeah killer moth um yeah okay Um, i might second on the the other side on the other side of that spectrum yeah here's one that that i don't understand just garbage um iron heart maybe like, yeah, that one's that I, one's a little weirdly broken. Like, she's weird. Why did they yeah. make it the way that they made it? She she should have just been basically an Iron Man ripoff. And when you look at the dial, that's not an Iron Man ripoff. Yeah, and why why is it that we're so much more likely to see Ironheart on a team that wins worlds than we are to see a war machine on a team that wins worlds? I. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, uh, a peace the, machine, they, maybe they, war they, machine. No, they almost always sit, have war machine with like no endom, or uh, there's something that like just makes it to where it's like, man, really? Like, I want to play this piece, but there's like 50 other pieces that I would play, I would play ahead of it. Um, I've I've actually read comics with Riri Williams in it, and 
Mm-hmm. I like Riri, but this doesn't seem like Riri to me. Mm. I don't think that they nailed the character at all, and it almost kind of makes me wonder if they even knew who she was at this point. So, I don't know. Uh, the mm. second question is, what is a mechanic you'd like to see WizKids use more of? What about one do you like to see less of? Clicks effects. That, that was yeah, I'd, I'd, lo- I'd like to see more of, for that sure. I hope it comes back. I hope that he, I mean, it's just, I, my, I don't mind resource. I, one of the things I, and I, I don't know if it's you guys or, cause I, I listen to a few different podcasts and, and but, Trader. But I think, I think I, well, no, I, I, I listen <laughs> religiously to yours too. So, um, I do a lot of driving. So, um, anyway, but, uh, I, uh, I like the fact that resources made it to where the meta for a period of time was very diverse. Now, granted, you might've had, you know, everybody had some form of battery on their, on their team, but they also had like the teams that were showing up were very diverse because you could, you could squeeze a little bit more out of characters that might surprise people. Um, I think while that's cool, I think what the, the game is always to me more true to like its nature when everything's on the map. And that's why I love clicks effects because it's, it's one of those things that, it's on the card, it's on the character, and you just, you, you, you may move it to a different character or something like that, but it's not like these, these things where, you know, resources are, even like the ID cards, uh, I, I like the fact that they, they brought in characters, but then when they started doing the stuff with like the level seven where you can just bring anybody who has that keyword and Nick Fury's just like automatic, you know, five point, whenever you want to just murder somebody, boom, there it is. Um, that stuff, is much more easy to abuse than the clicks effects stuff is. The clicks effects is just, it's a really, really well-designed game dynamic that I wish they would use more of and, and come back to. Calder? <clears throat> I really just kind of have to second clicks effects. I love that idea so much. Like ever since they started doing like the Deadpool word bubbles and then like that yeah. stuff, I'm like I want to see more of this. And then they did clicks effects. And I'm like, this is exactly what I want to see. So I don't want them to stop with that. They like haven't made one since Deadpool, and I was like the super chase or whatever. I want I want more clicks effects. I love ID cards, and I, I also love the traits that they started doing, like in Nick Fury with the Hydra and the Shield traits. I love those like synergy traits like that. So yeah, keep oh, up man, with that, that was, stuff. That was gonna be my uh, the only oh, thing I had left geez, to say. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do third the the clicks effects. Uh, those are really cool. I wish they would make more different ones. You know. Just to yeah. add more spice to the game, so you're not always seeing the slash marker. Yeah, we don't. We don't yeah, I was gonna say we don't need seven slash markers. We uh, we can. I, and I, I love some of the, like we were talking about before the the hex magic. That was that was a cool one. Uh, that was cool. I would I would like to see more of those thematic theme uh, traits. Those are mm-hmm. those are so cool to me, especially uh, like the ones that mo- impressed me most recently have been. What are those? The Defenders ones? They're like the. Oh yeah. Like those. Those are just cool to me. I like them. Are you tra- you're talking about the 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 one where you um you get to choose a ten attack minimum or the yeah. wild card? Yeah, deal? yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the yeah, Defenders, it'd be, right? It'd be way yeah. Marvel Knights. Way cool. Marvel Knights. Yeah. It would oh, be way cooler though if the if they didn't ruin Mystics. Um, yeah. Because that that was a. Uh, that was one of that was one of the the things that I had built. It was like a multiple Jessica Jones and uh, Purple Man, and and I had Dormammu on that team. So it was just all right. I copy this now. I copy Mystics. 
And so now I can't copy Mystics, and I can only copy one thing per turn. What the hell? They just ruined my... Uh, the more I hear about your teams, whole... the more I never want to play against you. Wow. <laughs> this was really fun. There was So there was also... I also had Peace Machine so that you couldn't kill Jessica Jones unless you... Oh! <laughs> you had to hit her, you had to hit her twice. Um, so, yeah. All right, let's move on a little bit to... Uh, the, we put a question out uh, usually weekly uh, called the Community Question. I know it's real original. On Twitter, also on Facebook. Uh, so let's just read down some of those results going back and forth with Calder. And I, the community question this week was, if you could remake any modern set, which would you remake, and what would you do differently? So we got uh, Chris Kurtz says, ADW, more defenders, and bring back the power pack, which I had to ask him, like, why do you want the power pack? And he's like, it was the first comic series I got a full run of, and the last ones were also hmm. bad. Or, like, were bad. And I'm like, okay. All right, so it's a nostalgia thing for him. You do you. Power pack. All right. Uh, James Peters on Facebook. Uh, what if? And he'd make it good. So that's fair. <laughs> make it good. Yeah, that's, um, that's a well put. This this might be Davy, like the same guy that we just read the email. He said, "What if? I'd like to see more actual what if stories representative represented, and in my fantasy world, also have X Men and Fantastic Four available." Yes, sir. Agreed. Absolutely. Uh, Ricky Joe White, definitely what if. Unfortunately, due to Marvel's licensing suspension with the X-Men and Fantastic Four, the players lose what could have been an amazing set, so that's almost a ditto there. Yep. Oh, man, I know Ricky. Ricky's a good guy. Uh, Cody Williams said the TMNT3, I would put more unclicks characters in it, uh, probably mostly mutanimals, which, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I watched the Nickelodeon show, and I really like that show, and I don't know why they made some Mutanimals and not others. So, and I would have much rather had fewer of the re-sculpts. Yeah, um, we need Geico Gecko on a skateboard, definitely. Yeah, we do. That's a needed thing. Like Mondo, dude. Uh, <laughs> Mondo Gecko. Uh, Brian Poling. What if it was a Steven Pyle of reused sculpts? That was basically three characters. I mean, I love Daredevil, Thor, and... Iron Spider-Man. Man, like yeah, Spider-Man, well, yeah, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. Iron Man, they only made like two of them, but the Thor, Spider-Man, and Daredevil were everywhere. Oh, yeah, that's true. Chad, you're really going to like this answer from Brandon David. Deadpool and X-Force. Less, less Deadpool. <laughs> less Deadpool. Uh, uh, I mean, less I, Deadpool. I, yeah, except for the, the shifting focus stuff. I, I didn't understand why they, they, they had as much shifting focus and then still had other Deadpools. Um, I, not, not including the chases. I think the chases was a cool little spinoff of it, but within the main set to have other Deadpools that were not shifting focus, um, it's, uh, I don't know. but yeah, I, I can understand that. Cause they had just, what was it? Uh, a couple of years ago, we had the other full Deadpool set, the first Deadpool set that was pretty Deadpool heavy. Um, so, as much as I love Deadpool, I, I I can't exactly argue against that. Yeah, you know, I mean, I I love three different bunny slipper Deadpool's, much of the next guy, but yeah, you know, that was fairly that, different. That, that that yeah, well, all they did was what did they just change that trait? Um, change the like, keyword. Which, which keyword? Like which X-Men keyword they get to help out with? Yeah, yeah. Which keyword they get to help out? It's like really, we don't need. Uh, God, you you can just. Can that be just a thing that you choose at the beginning of the game instead? And we can just have one, so I don't have to. Uh, I don't know, just yeah, some of those is. things. That's the thing that's that's maddening about this is that they'll do something like that, but then they'll have other pieces that are like 
legit generics that you you would like to have multiples of them, and you'll get like two in a case. But I'll get yeah. you know three. That I'll sucks. get three of the rare, three of the rare bunny slipper Deadpool's, and two of them are the one with the same keyword. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. So on Facebook, Christopher Smotherman, War of Light. Except each character with the lantern keyword would also have the construct trait. That trait was on too few figures, and I had to remind him that it's not modern. But that's okay. And he's like, first time in three years, Dial H responds to one of my posts, and I mess it up. I'm like, that's all right. War of Light definitely could have had more people's construct trait. We agree with you. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> there were only like five or something in that whole set, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was all the primes, then the LEs, and that was it. Yeah, that's yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, and then when they did the White Lanterns, they, they came out. They, did those have the same thing, didn't they? Uh, the, no. the, the, the White Lantern they ones? Had constructs. They had the little slot. They had the slot on their dial, the, like the Martian Manhunter. and, and Baz, uh, Martian Manhunter, yeah. and some of yeah. those. Uh, Jade. Jade. Okay, uh, Nick Pitt said ADW and actually makes sense of the shifting focus. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Adam Wolfong, Hammer of Thor. Uh, he would add Colossals, though, weapons. He would drop Daredevil, Runaways, Guardians of the Galaxy. He had Eternals and Wrecking Crew and Hulk. Mm. So right. he basically just described the Mighty Thor. The Mighty Thor set. They did remake it. Good job, WizKids. Uh, yeah. Coach Steph said, definitely what if that set had so much potential, but I feel like it left a lot on the table. Yep. Did. did you guys feel like like Elseworlds was was just? Uh, I don't know if they just put more time into it, or if, I don't know what happened, but it seems like Elseworlds was much more. I think that there probably to. wasn't a, a rights issue. <laughs> Maybe. And with DC, so they actually got to pick the the characters that they yeah. wanted to pick. Yeah. Because how many what if X Men sets or X Men characters could have been made in place of? the garbage that we got in what if yeah so yeah and so so back to what we were talking about before before we we started you know it's, this is like a i don't obviously we're, we're sitting here we've been talking for two hours about HeroClix. we love the game um we'd like to see some things done better but sometimes some of the criticism isn't even WizKids' fault it's it's what they're limited to by uh by by some of the the licensing and and, and rights and stuff like that so um, it it makes me wonder, you know, how much of this is is to frustration directed at them versus frustration directed just at like the circumstances. Yeah. Uh, last guy on Facebook, James Martin, Elseworlds. He would use alternate versions that people actually give a crap about. So <laughs> that was a bit. Mm-hmm. All right, hey, someone actually said Elseworlds. Uh, Matthew Ryan said Legion of Superheroes. Lower point values all around. Seriously, what Legion fields two to four characters max in any normal game? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a Legion to me. Collectibles said redo Avengers Defenders War almost entirely. No skull for use. More Defenders. More classic 60s, 70s villains. Um, I, I can agree with that because there are so many unclicked figures. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Seth Aaron. Undead, more iconic monsters, make it a bigger set, make Frankenstein's monster and Ghost Abe a super rare, and have Van Helsing as the only chase. Hmm. Man, I miss Van Helsing. That's a cool character. Um, That'd be cool. Greg Miller said, redo, redo Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Mantis without mind control. Uh, what's he? 
ST with hypersonic speed. Was that not Star Lord? I don't know what that is. Sovereign should have made Eva type pogs and Taserface must have a range. Okay. And then the last one I have is yes, yeah. Uh, my my favorite Twitter name as of this moment is J Ward Lizard Pants. <laughs> says Joker's wild, but only really because there should have been the Royal Flush Gang in there. Man, when was the last time they made the Royal Flush Gang? A ways, ways back. That might have been like Justice League or something. I don't know. It's been a while. I have no idea. Okay, that's all the answers that we got on Twitter and Facebook, guys. Thank you. We appreciate sending uh, those in. Uh, moving on in the community, we we bring back super fan status, so make sure you're liking our tweets and liking our Facebook posts and answering and email us in and stuff like that. That's what the uh, mailbag is for. So please do that, and, yeah, that, that would be great. And give us things for ideas for the value corner, things for uh, – Hidden gems, casual comparisons, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, um, I think we're gonna go ahead and get out of here. You can find us at Dial H4, the number four, uh, on at Dial H4 Hero Clicks on Twitter. We are at Dial H4 Hero Clicks on YouTube. Dial H4 Hero Clicks at gmail.com if you want to email us. Um, closing thoughts? Do you guys have anything you want to talk about? I think I'm good. I think we had like awesome, awesome questions this week, guys. Keep writing into the mailbag because you guys have really good stuff, and I love answering questions. So yeah. Chad, I thought you had something. Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Well, I just. Uh, I don't know. The the the, uh, the game itself is is really fun, and the and I know Calder, you probably you probably think I'm a jerk with some of the team names that are I mean, some of the teams that I've uh, that I've discussed here, but. It's not all. It's not always about that. My, my brother and I have also done some stuff. He's come up with some really cool. We basically do like these D and D style. You know, he he's he's got a scenario built, and it just goes through. And it's designed for us to ultimately win it. You know, and uh, so my my son and I w- w- play with him with with that stuff. And it's some really cool concepts. There's all kinds of things that you can do with this. It's not just limited to. Um, to you know the, the the meta or the competitive scene, there's some really cool scenarios that you can come up with, and uh, I just encourage people to um, to try to do that. And uh, and also we have a guy here that's uh, that, that locally that that does that started a, a cool thing for us, and I'm sure there are probably multiple different venues because I know you guys are an Amazon affiliate. Um, this this might work out well for you guys too. That what he does is he's he started to um, allow us to, um, to, to continue to grow our community by taking you know, what stuff people have in their closets and stuff like that, commons and uncommons that, uh, that they're not using anymore or not using at all. And, um, and he takes them and, you know, tries to find a home for them through, uh, through Amazon. And he basically pays, uh, pays for the, the new stuff that we get. Um, and, and just, asks us to pay him in hero clicks. So just trying to kind of keep the, basically his, his objective is keep clicks moving because people are looking for some of these pieces and try to help, you know, find, uh, find homes for them. So it's almost like a clicks adoption program, but it, it helps to, uh, helps to get, get us, uh, going with our, our events here and, uh, get some people in who, That's you cool. know, may not, may not have, uh, all the, all the funds to do it on a routine basis That's good. so they can play, play more often. 
to piggyback on that, and this goes for everybody that is out there, if you play this game long enough, everybody ends up with this huge collection of stuff that you just you don't have time to play, you never get to use it anymore. And what better way to get a bunch of people into the game and have people that you can play with on a regular basis just start giving people some clicks. You know what I mean? Yep. So, I mean... That's actually one of the ways that, that we got started with uh, with this, with our community here. Um, we went to our first little tournament, and they had, they had basically like a Learn Hero Clicks weekend. And, you know, at, at the time, I thought, oh, my gosh, this is incredible. These guys are just giving us stuff. And then you realize later that, you know, it's 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 a little as you play it for five or six years, it gets a little easier to, to uh, let go of stuff because it's it's stuff that you've played and you don't. Sure. But but yeah, you know, why not? Why not let somebody else get some enjoyment out of it? My fun, my son was I think he's six or seven years old, got his first Superman hero click and he was just floored because it was Superman, you know, and, um, you know. Probably wasn't worth a whole lot of money, but to him it was like a gold mine. So yeah, it's it's huge, and it it helps to foster bringing people into the game and learning the game, and and it's much more fun when you have a big community That's that uh, that enjoys playing together than it is when you're you know just playing the same people over and over again, two or three people. The last thing that I have, uh, I finally bit the bullet and spent a bunch of money buying my Fin Fang Foom. That I've always wanted one. Beautiful. And I finally did it, and it's coming in the mail. I can't wait to get it. So I'll send a picture of it out on Twitter. Not like you can't look it up anyway. But this one is mine. (laughs) It's a. I have one. I did. I did the same thing probably a couple years ago. It's a. It's a gorgeous figure. To have displayed. I'm one of those people that even if with these colossals, especially the older ones, because how large they are, if you just want to use it as a statue. In your house, right? And look at it I, like that's okay to me. Like that's why I'm but, fine. But but speaking of those scenarios and stuff, it is a really good scenario piece. You can play. You can get like a group of friends together, and you can actually play against Fin Fang Foom. And there are rules that are just like the Fin Fang Foom basically plays itself, and and everyone in the room is it's basically like a boss fight in a in a video game where you're you're co-oping to try to beat him. And it's he's a He's a tough cookie, but even with even against some of the modern figures, he's he's still a tough cookie. But it's a blast, and I, I highly recommend it. I'm looking forward to playing it. So um, thank yeah. you very much, uh, Chad, for coming on. This is something that we, as Dial H, wanted to start doing is just getting more people on the podcast, especially listeners, to be be able to interact with our community. So look out mm-hmm. in the future if you are a listener and you want to be on. We're creating a queue of people to get on the show and we're going to keep running with that because it's it's fun and we like meeting you guys so really thank you for coming on the show yeah thank you yeah thank you guys so much for having me no this is awesome to be to be uh like i said been a listener for a long time and you guys have done a great job over the years and uh and you know austin and hunter too uh and and drew back in the day but uh but you know you're doing a great job now uh chris and calder and i've Honored to be here as one of uh, one of the first guests since you guys took it over, and um, look forward to listening in the future. Well, we're gonna keep going, so we thank thank you, man. Uh, Calder, do you want to read us out? Yeah, absolutely. Dial H for HeroClicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest HeroClicks singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. All right, bye guys. See you next time. Bye.